0: That my silver is gold
1: now, Helen.
0: Hey now.
1: Welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. Um, let's pause this music here. You can't hear it, but uh, we were just listening to we as in me and my listeners, not you, because you, uh, you're actually going to have to listen to the podcast to hear, hear yourself. Hear myself.
2: That's okay. And to hear
1: the music. Um, that's Plastic by Moses Sumney, and this is content for the Cultured episode. I actually had to look it up while I was playing the song. Uh, 19, I think. And uh, I think it's episode 19, and I'm glad to be here with you, Helen. And where are we right now?
2: We are in Chicago, Illinois.
1: Okay, but more specifically. More
2: specifically, in the conference room mm-hmm. at the company that I work at. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: <laughs> and we, uh, we basically broke in here to record, and uh, yes. somehow we actually figured it out to work out the technical stuff. And um, basically, we're drinking beer right now. If you heard a few things hit the table <laughs> uh, while that song was playing at the beginning That was my beer here hitting the table This is the kind of place she works at It's for degenerates um,
2: Like us Like us, exactly <laughs> Like this
1: entire weekend And I felt like it was a fitting start To the uh, to the show with the song That we played on repeat last night That your neighbor uh, slipped a note under the door To tell us we were being too loud, right?
2: That she could hear every word that we said And the song kept playing on repeat <laughs> <laughs> Did it did,
1: did the note say that? Yeah and Oh, no it, it
2: like, did I had to rip it up when I was still drunk, because I can't handle like, wait, still
1: them. drunk. You drink? <laughs> <laughs> what? Whoops. Ooh, I uh, shouldn't let that slip. Helen, come on.
2: Cats out of the bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, uh, what was I going to say? I had a story to tell you first about this uh, laptop I use. So, oh, yeah. I don't know if you ever it's listened to it. It's a new laptop. New laptop, MacBook Air. And um, it's one of those things, I I don't know if you listen to any of the episodes when i talked about it in fact i don't know if anybody listened to any episodes <laughs> when I talked about it. no but uh i i talked about how i had problems with my um computer i had like technical difficulties every time i tried to record like i would get probably 20 30 minutes in and then the bottom of it would basically get to be like you know a toaster up <laughs> are trying to reheat pizza i mean it's like so hot to touch and it would just slow down it would completely break so um for my birthday you got me i think a hundred dollars to the apple store
2: i don't- I remember it being like five hundred dollars, yeah, somewhere, somewhere in that range. Like that.
1: And um, I, I'm like, all right, great, let's get a laptop. But you know me, I'm Mister Cheapskate. I'm gonna go online. I'm gonna find the best deal possible. I don't, I, I never buy from the store directly. I mean, I bought my fucking car on Craigslist. So uh, with the restored salvage title <laughs> that I found out about one minute before I signed the lease. Uh, but anyways, I had this gift card, and so. Um, I did my research and I found Best Buy had a deal. They also had something, you know, you get like a hundred dollar student discount and I don't even have a student email anymore, but you know, loophole, loophole, whatever.
2: (laughs) You joined a new college. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. You know, I didn't even have to Uh use
1: an ASU email. It was like super pathetic. How like, (laughs) like, like (laughs) lenient their rules were for giving you the student discount. They're like, you look 12. Go ahead. (laughs) So anyways, I find it for a good price. It's literally saving like hundreds of dollars as opposed to going to Apple store. So I say, let's, put the gift card on Craigslist and I'll, and I know you're no, no the, look, the look you're giving me. No, no, but I no, it 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 comes full circle. Does it? So. I mean, it sounds yeah, like no it. it's okay. So I go, well, you know, I'll get I'm not gonna tell you that um, you know, I didn't use your gift card or something like that, which I am now, coincidentally. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, I'll put it on Craigslist and I'll sell it for ninety bucks. I'll sell it for ninety bucks, someone gets a free ten dollars. I <laughs> Okay, sorry we had cut off. We had some technical difficulties, but anyway, so I surprise, surprise, yeah, surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, believe it or not, me getting the new laptop didn't solve that problem. It actually happens to be the user that's the issue here. Um, so, anyways, I I put the Craigslist post up, and I I consider myself kind of a master of Craigslist. Um, not in a creepy, Do you like, hear yourself sexual say way. That? Okay. Not in a creepy, okay. sexual way, because I know a lot of people use it for that. But I've sold a lot of things. Uh, let's just say. When we were moving out of our last house, me and my roommate, I mean, I managed to get – we managed to get rid of every piece of furniture and technology that we didn't want um, within, like, 24 hours before we moved out of this place. And, and mind you, the, mm-hmm. like, I literally – there was, like, people – and we posted it for free on Craigslist when we did this stuff. We were, like, selling, like, a, like a couch – I, I had like a bag full of DVDs and old <laughs> Xbox games and something you think no one cares about. And I post on the free and for sale. People show up like vultures yeah. for that shit. So I consider, I know what I'm doing. So I post on there. I'm like $90 for a hundred dollar gift card. You're getting money. It's yeah. free money. And if you're going to go to the Apple store, you're going to get it. And I'm figuring at lowest I'll go, I'll go 85. It's 15 bucks, whatever. It's fine. These people have the nerve to come back to me oh, no. on, on no, <laughs> This guy, I, I wish I should probably pull up the email. I felt so fucking insulted. <laughs> he literally, he he emails me back and he goes, hey man, is it, I literally, and I actually just got an email about it again. And it's like, Craigslist, did they not like refresh these buttons? Yeah. It was like a month ago. So he literally says, hey man, gift card's still available. I'm like, Absolutely. <laughs> And we don't even negotiate because it's like you're making money. It's not even like, oh, well, what are you looking yeah. to get out of it? It's like, hey, well, where can we meet? I'm like, I live in this part of town. He's like, I'm right there, too. I'm like, cool. We can meet at this Starbucks so no one gets killed. And he <laughs> – no, I mean, we got everything laid out. And then he goes, okay, cool. So how about the price? And I'm like
2: – okay.
1: I'm like, price? Um <laughs> yeah, what I mean, is. I'm like, yeah, it's 90 bucks. You're getting money. You're going to use it anyways. And this guy, uh, from the way – I could see in the emails he's like a father. He has children, <laughs> and it's like it's like, dude, don't you have better fucking things to do? And he literally haggles me down, tries to haggle me down to sixty dollars okay. for a hundred dollar gift card to make forty bucks off of it. I'm like, literally, his, his like he makes this argument. I'm like, yeah, well, you're getting money, so. And he compares, he goes, he goes, well, if you look at all the other posts on Craigslist, that's generally like the price range. Like essentially like, well, that's what the market, let the market speak that's for itself. It's the Craigslist like, market. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, sir, uh, I'm like, what are you fucking talking, it's free money. It was. And, and honestly, once I read that email, like, one, I burst out laughing, I'm like, this is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And two, I'm like, this is not worth the hassle of dealing with the Craigslist meetup and everything and haggling. So I ended up using the gift card and um oh I'm so sorry sounds like I really I <laughs> put you
2: through the ringer this this birthday it was
1: a real awful what would you buy I bought uh <laughs> I bought,
2: <laughs> oh no
0: I,
1: I bought no no I bought a. Uh, I think I still have like 20 or 30 bucks left on it but I bought like an external hard drive and then I was I'm gonna get like a laptop case for it or something that's, too that's some, it's, it's just you know insanely yeah. overpriced stuff but uh, <laughs> anyways long story short we got a new laptop we got uh, two mics and you're the first person I've ever had as a guest on the podcast so you have listened a couple times right?
2: I have listened a couple times I, I've downloaded them on on flights they're very good to listen to on a flight
1: yeah absolutely because they're boring and put you to sleep I know it's that's phenomenal. exactly what I was thinking and I <laughs> yeah. thank you for saying it so I didn't have to no so, it's
2: definitely I've definitely taken some Um, suggestions music-wise from it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, generally speaking, yeah, I just kind of give out uh, music suggestions, movie suggestions, talk about TV, etc. And otherwise, just whatever comes to mind. So, what would you like to talk about?
2: Well, let's talk about what you just said.
1: Oh, what we actually (laughs) talked about on the show? Okay, we'll talk about that. That's (laughs) fine, I guess. Uh, No, so yeah, anyways, uh, we did open up with that song that you actually showed me by Moses Sumney Plastic, and I played the studio version of that um, which is on Spotify. And I think it's his top song. But um, in my opinion, I think the one you actually texted me, him, the live the one, YouTube live one, it's stupid. you need Good. to listen to. I'm not yeah. going to play it right now because it's just going to be dealing with tons of inputs and stuff and, and, and you can't hear it. But uh, definitely check it out. Just YouTube. Moses, Sumney plastic. It's live. It's in New York. It's, uh it's tremendous and, uh, <laughs> fantastic <laughs> and fantastic it's phenomenal um no but really it's a it's a great listen and i have so many music suggestions actually from the podcast i usually keep a note thing kind of going on here let me see if i can find them i usually would pay, uh, play them and stuff but since you can't hear it well i, I can save it for another episode um let's see music Ch-ch-ch-ch. Well, we could talk about my odd James Taylor uh, obsession. Let me explain that to you because I know you were kind of wondering what the hell was going on there.
2: Yeah. I saw him like for free once because it was for free, you know? Um, So I was just wondering Where'd you see him? I saw him here in Chicago. I was a cheap, I mean, a poor (laughs) college student. And there was this (laughs) free show where he was playing with black eyed peas, of course. (laughs) And Oprah showed the up. Black Eyed Peas. It was like a free thing, but then we all had to do like a group choreographed dance, one of those mobs. Which things. Um, was, which Black
1: Eyed Peas song did he cover acoustically? Uh, he let's get retarded or let's get It started.
2: <laughs> he did retarded. I, he was he, he was in that edgy edgy time, but he was great. You know, I just I don't know why. Why do you like him? Do you remember last night trying to find that Cat Stevens song? About father and son.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, that song is so, so good. so good,
2: but we were too drunk to find the song, so we just kept drinking. <laughs> <laughs> too, too drunk to
1: find the song. It's like, how sad is that? Literally, you say, like, the father. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know a playlist it's in. I've got it. saw it, it
2: today. It's, fa- it's called Father and
1: Son. Li- literally, <laughs> it's you're like, yeah, the song about the father and son. Yeah, that is the song, actually. Uh, uh, no, but basically, oh, also, you've heard the Cat Stevens song, right? That's like, and I've got a thing about seeing my guns son and go. Easily the greatest song. <laughs> of all Greatest time. Greatest
2: song of all time. Uh, but Is next it, to you Tom McClain's
1: American Pie, you know, etc. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best one. Uh, but no, my um my obsession with James Taylor probably comes starts with uh I mean and I've talked about it on the show so we can we can detail it out a little bit my obsession with like John Mayer and how much I love him and his music. Sweet so I think I love that you know acoustic singer-songwriter style. Um but also like it, it's so funny when I talk to you about it, Gus our brother, for anybody who doesn't know who that is. A.K.A. Um,
2: everybody.
1: A.K.A. everybody who's listening. Who the fuck he's is Gus? <laughs> I know, because he, he actually, you know, Gus, he's, he's such a harsh critic. I remember he texted me. He's like, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'll have to listen sometime. I'm like, mm-hmm. please don't. I am like, <laughs> yeah. I will never send you the link. Ever. 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 No, you I can't. I never want you to have it. So um, anyways, I think it just kind of comes from that. Uh, and, and I was talking to him. About about JT, as I like to call him. Uh, <laughs> and just laugh at you yourself. Made, that's fine. Right. That's great. <laughs> so he, uh, I, I I, was, like, talking to him about it. And I always like, you know how I am. Like, I'm snapping it to everybody. And it's like, okay, dude, we get it. You, you kind of like, like his music. <laughs> You're kind of getting a little weird about it. And he's like, you realize this is, like, the music for 60- and 70-year-old women. And so that's <laughs> yeah. kind of the sad part about it. But I highly recommend him. And I just, he's fucking incredible and he's super corny he's like he has some songs that like aren't corny they're just damn good but a lot of them are like he probably looks at them and he still has to play them I'm assuming <laughs> live but it's probably a lot like how like John Mayer has to play Your Body as a Wonderland every once in a while he's yeah. just like I don't want to do this I'm but it's kind happening. of ashamed of it but it's happening and I have to pay the fucking bills
2: it's the let's get retarded for Black Eyed Peas yeah, we all have also, those songs it's kind
1: of cool he was kind of cool here okay um, we are oh, Howard Stern yeah. fans we, we do like Artie Lang so we kind of like this person uh, you know he was kind of a heroin addict yeah, he for a was, while he was he? like an actual which you wouldn't expect for his songs where mm-hmm. it's like sweet baby James <laughs> uh, rockabye billy boo you know what i mean like it's like super totally soft acoustic yeah. music but he actually was um well you need to listen to howard stern interview with him i he actually talks have about now
2: that i think about it i really liked him it's he's really so good so and, he's, and he's good broken. he has a good acoustic
1: <laughs> he's so broken and he's oh my god that was so to he's, so he's, he's so broken, he's he's, so broken. <laughs> he's he's almost too broken he's very <laughs> fragile and that's why i love his music very sensitive uh no but but when i was listening to him on um howard stern he's talking about how like he was actually signed by the he was like in the studio recording in Abbey Road, like by Apple Records, like he was the first non-Beatle. Apple Records is right. Like you're a Beatles fan. Apple. Mm-hmm. Apple, yeah. He was like the yes. first non-Beatle signed to that label and stuff and recorded with them. So it's pretty cool. He actually has some street cred, despite the music. Sure. You'd think, but sure. You say despite <laughs> <Yeah>. the canon. <laughs> so, so that's. Uh, oh, also, I had another thing mm-hmm. I wrote down. I want to talk about this. So that, that was JT, and is that enough? Do you kind of understand it? We'll we'll listen to it later tonight. Yeah, that um, sounds we wonderful. <laughs> well, actually, before I get to my next thing, uh, what what kind of uh, what kind of music are you listening to lately?
2: I just went to um,
1: please say uh, please say modern country. Please say mo- top forty modern
2: alt country. country. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, simple, oh, rockabilly. Um, I like listen to like the Beatles, like a loser. All the time,
1: I lose it. No, the Beatles are amazing, and you know I get so tired of when people say, "I fucking hate that." When they're like, "No, I, I mean, I don't like them. I respect them, yeah. but I don't like them. No, you like them. You like you them. You like them. There's literally a song that last open mic night I did where mm-hmm. I was at, uh like a guy covered that, um and it wasn't the best cover, but. It's all good. He covered it. Me I mean, guess. covering a Beatles song. Well, no, no, no. It was you're not to... Okay, take a guess.
2: While my guitar gently weeps. Oh, I wish.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a great song. That's George Harrison, right?
2: Uh, I think it's singing just him. It? Really? I,
1: yeah, I think there's uh, well there maybe may Yeah. Maybe he did it like solo after they did it together as a band, but uh no, that he actually did the uh they say it's your birthday song. It was kind of a <laughs>
2: <laughs> say it's
1: your birthday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and then uh, back in the
2: USSR afterwards. Yeah, what a dream.
1: Oh, no, no, it was... Uh, what the fuck was that song? Um, it's off of Rubber Soul.
2: Okay, I know that like the back of my hand. Let
1: me let me pull up uh, the track list. Well,
2: right y- you don't have internet because I took away your internet. But I can flip that back on if you want. No,
1: no, no, you're good. I'll Google it on my phone. We got data. Um, it. What is it called? It's so good. You'll love it. Rubber Soul track list.
2: That was, Mar- Mar- Marion, your twin, our hey. sister, she and I like- Norwegian Wood. N- I am sad a girl. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, and that's kind of why he was singing like that, too. <laughs> like <laughs> a Sesame a- <laughs> Street character. So it, was, uh, it wasn't it was the best. No, but he was playing that. And I was like, God damn, Like that is such a good Beatles song. Yeah. And there's so many songs that I know by them. And so many songs people people know by them. And they go, oh, yeah, well, I, I only respect them. It's like, no, you love them. Yeah. And music, everything music nowadays- Owes all of it to that, and I can understand. Like on the flip side of that, with maybe movies, when people are like, "I'm not the biggest." Like we were, bo- weren't we talking shit about Citizen Kane?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Which, which don't <laughs> yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: res- I I'm basically saying the exact same <laughs> thing for the Beatles. I do respect that movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Rosebud. Okay. Is Rosebud is, <laughs> is a fucking bummer. Rosebud's a bummer. Rosebud's not a sled. Rosebud's a fucking bummer. bummer. You see it and you're like.
2: Oh, it's OK, like, okay
1: uh, that's not even a twist. I it's watched this just, black
2: and white movie for four hours for that. Four hours. <laughs> I know, like
1: I would watch like Gone with the Wind. That shit holds up. Like, it's that's good. still good. I mean, it's like melodramatic. I'm sure I haven't watched it in a while. But so also, you, I'm assuming um, I haven't seen Ben-Hur. I'm sure that's great. But how that's always bad the one I always
2: I did... compared. I know, like,
1: I know it's like three and a half, four hours. Did you see the trailers and like how bad the newest one bombed?
2: There's it, a new Ben-Hur.
1: Mm, then that answers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it came out and good it answer. did not do well. Uh, but but anyways what are you listening to sorry I think that's the question I asked music
2: can... wise yeah no I I love just listening to like classic country that's it's so stupid but like oh, classic country classic.
1: I always say that to people and I think it's because we grew up in Texas and so we kind of I don't know. Like, we were light. Uh, we we also went to fucking lamb camp, which I, that story, I almost don't even want to tell it on here because it's, it's, it's kind of like the, be- no, it's not real. I like to act like it didn't happen, but at the same time, I like to just keep it in my back pocket to like really keep people on their toes about me when they think they like know everything. And I'm like, yeah, also I sold a lamb for a thousand dollars after I went to lamb camp for three and days. I just
2: sleep at the state fairgrounds. And <laughs> at the
1: state fair- Well, and, and, and it's funny because that was in New Mexico in, in Albuquerque. But at the same time, those state fairgrounds you know they're not safe and Uh, and it's the same way in phoenix are there is there any safe state fairground like you just say oh is that the state fairground it's like yeah and i was in second second is that the law and order sound or is that (laughs) the one that's like no but literally it's like it's so unbelievably like depressing yeah and we just stayed there for like three or four days and people were always like well what did you what did you do at lamb camp and i'm just like Lamb stuff. Like, I we, remember specifically. We went to, like, lamb class. and Lamb, lamb class and, and everything. And, literally and then the, you
2: had, each class said you either bring your lamb or you don't. Because some of it you were literally learning things.
1: Do I need to bring my laptop for this class? Or is it going to be, like, more of a <laughs> physical note-taking thing? It's like, no. Am I bringing my lamb? Yeah. Uh, no, literally. I remember specifically there was a class there where... <laughs> the lesson itself, I know it's it's it it's actually ridiculous. happened. Yes. This was our life. I at forgot some about point.
2: this. I pushed this out of my brain. We've all pushed it out of our. We river. wonder Sometimes why we, we drink so to, much.
1: I know. <laughs> True, uh, that amongst many other reasons, but I literally, well, there was a class where the teacher was basically trying to teach us how um we shouldn't. If we don't, if we wouldn't drink the water, our lamb shouldn't drink it either. Which is the biggest load of horseshit. I, I know. If I like uh, what a lamb? I'm sorry I don't consider them another human being. And like and I know that they were like very and maybe that pets off <laughs> any of my vegan listeners. <laughs> but or, half the show just locked oh, up. No, they okay. don't want to listen
2: to this anymore. <laughs>
1: There goes our audience. Yeah.
2: <laughs> those vegans. But, no, but
1: literally, I remember that being the lesson. I remember she said that. And I'm like, it's one of those things when a teacher says, that, I'm like, mm, you can't believe what's coming out of your mouth, right? Like, that's not actually it's true. It's not real.
2: You realize you were in Albuquerque, New Mexico.
1: Totally, totally. But but I think because of that experience of when we grew up in Texas, and even though that lamb camp was in <laughs> was in New Mexico, we grew up in Texas and we had kind of Garth Brooks roots instilled. little. Oh, we, we listened, listened to, to that as well, if you recall,
2: up. last night. L- looking back... At the memory of much oh, too young to feel this Oh, my old. God. It's, How do we find it? That song is so I, good. I have a spe- special little website. But, yeah, no, classic country, no. It's, it just, it has a feel. It's a vibe. It has a
1: feel. Well, and I've always, I've always le- just used the word, like, it's very soulful. It's very, like, true. It's yes. Kind of like that song I played at the beginning. It's just like, yeah, it may not be the most complex song necessarily, but it's just a good singer, simple chords, totally. and just very, like, heartfelt and real. And, like, there's some old, like, George Strait songs or something you can hear, and you're like. Damn, like it kind of gives you goosebumps a little bit. And so totally. that's how that music makes you feel. Um, you know, modern country kind of makes me want to put a bullet in my head. So it's a little Something bit different. Something
2: bad a truck. <laughs> like I eat it <laughs> up, though. I don't no, know well, why. there, there are like, some
1: songs that are good. Like that's a good song. That's a, Springsteen? Song by air yeah, church? church is pretty. if cool.
2: there's one person still listening after these music suggestions i'm no these I'm aren't fl- m- i want everybody <laughs>
1: full on disclaimer these are not suggestions this is a conversation this
2: is a, just a conversation no you were you saying last night i think i recall mm-hmm. joe walsh you're into joe walsh right because he's my all-time favorite of course or no, did i make that he's, up in he's my brain a total badass no yeah. i
1: love it and i have a friend um in in phoenix who saw uh who saw him with the Eagles and they played like you oh, know sweet. 3 4 hour show so they, they pulled a Springsteen move and he said they were like guitar railed. dueling yeah. and and eventually it came to the point where like even the guy for the Eagles you know he's battling you know guitar battling Joe Walsh and then it gets to a point where he's like all right you win basically cuz Joe awesome. Walsh just he shreds. yeah totally
2: I, I saw him with Bob Seger Oh my god literally oh. Bob Seger
1: I, I wanna know if his live version of Against the Wind is as long as the studio longer, version. Oh, longer Oh <laughs> yeah, I got one answer for you. Not long enough. Oh my god, it's like, hey Bob, I get it. You're going against the wind. Literally yeah. it, it you get against through the chorus, you get through wind. all the verses in the chorus within like the first two or three minutes. Yeah. And then it just drags and drags. But to that point, how fucking great is night moves?
2: See, that's the one that kills me. Anyone who says they like night moves, I like cannot. You
1: don't like night moves. Is it kind of creepy? It's kind of rapey. It's kind of
2: rapey. And, and it's a little like, rapey. ew, he's like an old creepy man. Just the cover of his album, I just like his face. I don't but know that's what we'll people say. were
1: attracted to back then. I see that album You you know <laughs> not a Picture. I just think of us watching Alf as kids. Dude, it's it reminds so, me of that era oh, yeah, of when he, yeah, when I see. I just picture the DVD covers. and. But
2: like, old time rock and roll. Alf does a great rendition. Oh my that's God, what you're That's thinking. totally <laughs> where
1: it's coming from. Oh, how sad is our lives? uh, I said our 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 lives. lives. Good Lord.
2: Yeah, no, we uh, definitely were kind of raised to be like, this is the worst thing I can say, but old souls a little bit. Like, we like all the old shit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We like being lonely. and <laughs> uh, yeah, We like to, we raised, I love it. I have an old soul. Yeah, you're lonely. Yeah, you're, you're
2: just a sad sack of <laughs> shit and nobody likes you.
1: I know, not so funny? It's like such a cop-out answer. Well, I'm just an old soul, so. I just
2: like the eagles, <laughs> the eagles and like, you know, sleeping alone. No, yeah.
1: exactly, exactly. Um. So anyways, what, what was I? Oh, I see you're tasting music and you're talking about country. That's good. Um, <laughs> I think that's enough about country though because that's really I kind of trash that all the time on the podcast but I really can't endorse Garth Brooks much too young to feel this same old
2: it's like that I feel that I feel, no, I feel that, that song, song. the it's meaning so, is
1: I almost feel it as much as I feel no such thing by John Mayer you know I want to run through the halls of my high school oh, scream at the top of my lungs you know I can't what I mean? believe
2: you guys listen to him talk about John Mayer as much as he does
1: <laughs> no I actually don't I really don't I don't talk about I, there was one episode where I talked about uh I played a clip from him playing this show um, in L.A. where he was playing with, like, Thundercat. Oh, yeah, cool. And it's really bad. Out- and he plays yeah. like a six- it was really, really cool. And they were literally out there for an hour just jamming. Someone walking in?
2: No, I just saw, I think, Sirens. So either sirens. the cops are, are here. Co- yeah, we are. Or
1: uh, well, they better wait. We got a little while. A little ways to call <laughs> the No, but that's a great song by Garth. Um, but I did have something written down here. There's a little feedback. We're good. Sorry. Is that coming from me or you? I mean, I, I need to not play with my phone. That's what I need to not do. So, um, oh yeah. So I I was looking up, uh, I saw something on, I like frequent Pitchfork a lot. That's where I go for like music news and stuff like that. And I saw um, they had, honestly, if, if you can pull it up on your phone, if you can Google real quick, Obama's spot. And I know nothing political because I don't talk po- political stuff on here, but <laughs> It was like Obama releases his Spotify playlist. No. And is it
2: good?
1: No, it's 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 good. It's literally like okay, you are totally just trying to please everybody. There's no way you actually listen to all this music. Like it's like ooh Kendrick Lamar, oh, you're and then so it's like right. yeah yeah pull up the oh, list, yeah. pull up the list. This it's fucking great. hilarious. I saw it and I'm like oh my god, this is just totally trying to appeal to everyone. It's hilarious.
2: Let's see here. Yeah, see
1: what we got. Cause I was I was cracking up, and it's not not even a political thing. Cause I I get like. Anybody would want to do that. Like, he's not going to be like, yeah, I want to I exclusively listen to Adele or something. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but obviously, like, I I saw this playlist and I'm like, there's no fucking way he actually listens to all this different stuff.
2: All I'm saying, not political at all. How much would you die to get Trump's top 20 songs?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Let's actually think. Let's let's brainstorm. What do we think? some of the songs would be on his playlist.
2: I think, you know, that modern country that we were talking about?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because you know he just loves to party. He just loves a good time.
2: Okay, so, oh yeah, so he's got, so Obama here. He's got The Temptations, Bob Dylan. Is this sounding right? It's
1: seriously, like, the most, like...
2: Wait, also... It's, like, totally,
1: like, a White House staffer. Like, he's like, get me the most balanced playlist that will appeal to everyone You don't
2: understand, like, this actually is the... Tango Un Trato is, like, a very f- cool, famous song from Spain, but, like...
1: He's, like, oh, I love that song. Like, it's he like, loves that? I have like, a Tango La Camisa Negra by Juanes. It's, like, dude, come he's on. He's just, he's
2: literally, you could probably break down each of these songs by the people that he wants to vote for. The, yeah, no, him, exactly. You no, know, it's, like...
1: It's, like, like kind of bad. What, what are some of the other ones? Isn't there a Kendrick song on there, too? And then... And I know he actually likes Kendrick Florence Lamar, in which is Florence the just, Machines. Yeah, John... Like, li- yeah, I saw Florence John in the Legend. Machine. Yeah. John fucking Legend.
2: Sly in the Family Stone. <laughs>
1: It's like the weirdest playlist ever.
2: Oh, okay. I actually do have a question music-wise because there's something on here. Um, Coldplay. How do you feel about Coldplay?
1: Oh, oh, actually, that's a good question. And I, I think...
2: I'm going to judge you harsh. Judge me this.
1: harshly. Um, first of all, I like Chris Martin as a person. I think he's a talented musician. He's a babe. Well, that's really why I like him. I didn't <laughs> want to say it. But yeah, you you okay. That's fine. You said it. That's cool. Um, no, but I do think he's good. I think he's really talented. Um, I do, and this is, this is the, yeah, I'm never into the Super Bowl perform. I'm not into any performance like that where it's a, it's a 30 minute packed house of we're going (laughs) to cover as much, yeah, 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 we're going to cover as much ground as possible. And we're going to transition uptown funk into can't stop by (laughs) the chili peppers. And it's like, (laughs) you know, I get it. They're upbeat, but like, eh, it's kind of weird. But, um, what, what I, uh, wait, what was your question? Oh, cool Colby. Yeah. So <laughs> parachutes. This is this happens on the podcast. Very. Uh, you have no idea how many times I have to pause it and go back <laughs> to it. Like, oh, what the fuck was I talking about? My neurotic self. So, on uh on on parachutes, their first album, I fucking love that album. Yeah. It's really good, and it's like the whitest thing that I could ever say on this podcast. It's like such like, ac- it's like you know I I like James Taylor and. John Mayer, you know, it's like, okay. And I also love Coldplay's first album because (laughs) it really speaks to my soul. Like, good (laughs) Lord. But there are some really good songs. And then I also think some of their later tracks are awesome. Like, uh, what's that? Clocks, like that piano. (coughs) So it's so good. Like you can't listen to that and go, this sucks. Like, come on. But
2: that that yellow song, that's great.
1: Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's on their first album. And it's like really super like emotional, white boy like I have the biggest first world problems of all time but it is Cold plate <clears throat> problems. <clears throat> yeah exactly <laughs> but it's good and then yeah there's another one on there I think like higher speed I really like that's not like oh, a yeah, fam- high, speed. high speed it's not like a famous song but then I, I'm really just not a fan of like their anthem music but I do understand that they make that because that's what keeps them really relevant I mean as an artist now I feel like if you want to stay relevant you just got to you, you got to so sell out like you can you there's no longer like the pop star with a guitar playing good music. Like there's no strokes anymore. Like you can't uh, granted they'll, they'll sell out a festival and they'll be you paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to play one. But to actually be played and be relevant, you know, quote unquote relevant. Yeah. It's like you have to be playing bangers. You have to be basically playing DJ music. And that's what Coldplay kind of does now to me. Yeah. Like Paradise is kind of an awful song.
0: Para, para, oh God. paradise.
1: I hate it.
2: Do you, you know Eric Andre, right? Yeah. The comedian? Yeah. I'm, I know that you know him, but this is for the listeners. Yeah, it's just like for the listeners. Do you know Lanter him? Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Okay, at the 30-minute mark, I want you to bring him up.
2: <laughs> he, play, he went to uh, Berkeley School of Music and, like, finished it and is, like, Dude, amazing he musician. he fucking
1: bass, yeah. But
2: isn't it, like, he, he, that's exactly what he said. He's like, I, anybody who's making money in comedy can, like, live their life and be who they are. And then if you're in music, the only way to make it is if you're just a total sellout. You, no, know. you
1: you like totally have to do that and um that's why like for me like i think i played i played an open mic and one of my buddies didn't make it and he was like it'd be really cool if you <clears throat> like recorded it on SoundCloud or something and i'm like that's not really what i wanted like i'm not like yeah. doing i'm not like oh i want to sell a million singles on it yeah. it's like you know like i like, to literally to do that you basically just have to be like the chain smokers now you just have to play like anthem music and um i mean that all started from uh, daft punk Mid 2000s. Did you ever hear that story, by
2: the way? No, Daft. Punk? I think I, I
1: think I talked about, I think I talked about this on the podcast once before. The reason, like, if you want to think of why music is the way it is today, and we talk about like selling out and playing like anthem club music, and Daft Punk did that before it was like cool. They just did it. You know, yeah. They were the ones who defined the genre. Genre. I always feel like such a douche whenever I say that word. Um, I wish there was like an, I don't <laughs> know. It's just kind of like snooty. But um, basically, they played a set at Coachella apparently. Um, I think in 2006, something like that, 2005, and they, it was like electronic shows that we know now for the first time there. There. And like everybody that was at the festival that wasn't there was like, you know, getting texts like, hey, you need to be here. You need to see them right now. They're putting on like light like, you know, the lights and the Mm -hmm. spectacle and everything like that. And so I think that's kind of where it uh, kind of snowballed. And then here we are now where it's like, if you turn on top 40 radio, like I remember growing up when we were in Albuquerque, you'd put on radio and you would hear, like, you would hear a John Mayer song. Like, I remember hearing, like, Say by John Mayer, which is yeah. not one of his best songs. <laughs> I remember hearing that song. I remember, like, yeah. Jack Johnson was played on the radio. Can you, like, the only way you hear that music now is if you have, like, a serious XM login or something that like that. That
2: is a crazy thought. I guess I hadn't considered that. I think also it's, like, the common music for people mm-hmm. is rap music. Like, hip-hop and rap.
1: Everybody loves hip-hop and everybody like, loves, like, DJ anthems. But not, like... Everybody's like, Oh, I love electronic music. It's like, no, you don't like electronic music. You like like the like I mean, obviously the Chainsmokers and um, like Odessa and Zed and stuff like that. They're they're like they're electronic music, but they're not like electronic music fans in my eyes, because I can listen to an electronic song that has zero words and just a beat for like nine minutes and I'm yeah. like that was awesome. But like, dude, people are so into hip hop now, and people are just so into like club bangers. It's It's just like maybe that's our age group too. We go, we go out with. But like, that's what's popular now, and I think we're gonna look like you know, you look back on the '80s, and what do you hear? Like, uh, um, what's what the fucking people with the red hats? Devo. The Devo. Like you know, like I think '80s. (laughs) I think like Devo and like whatever, like those kind of songs. And people like look back, and then it's like, yeah, well, there was other good music that came out then too. But that's like the radio music, and that's what we're gonna have now too. That's just like. I hear chain smokers all the time. I, I mean, I literally don't listen to the radio, but whenever I have it on, it's like just the same few songs on repeat and it's the same style of music. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you talk about hip-hop. It's Kendrick Lamar. Everybody's all, like, I'm just not a hip-hop rap fan, really. I'm just, I'm not.
2: I can get into some of it, but it is... It's, I can get into some of it's it's it, too. It's what's played. It's what's played,
1: but it's not totally my... Uh, it's just not totally my scene, believe it or not. <laughs> and, well, and it's just not my, like, I don't know. It, it's very harsh. And, like, you know, if I, like... Parachutes by uh Coldplay. Coldplay. It doesn't necessarily translate to liking uh Be All Right by Kendrick Lamar, which is a great song. But just like in general that that's whole thing. It's like
2: genre. a good song actually. Yeah. Be
1: All Right's really good. Like that's the only the only reason I fucking know the song title is because that one's really yeah. good. And that album he put out was awesome, but I just don't listen to that stuff casually, you know?
2: I absolutely understand what you're saying.
1: So um we're thirty minutes in and we talked about should we get more drinks? Should we pause this and get more drinks? Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back. We are recording. Can you just pop that? Wait, what was this? Is this a bottle opener?
2: Yeah, Buffs. Oh. See, See you? See
1: Buffs. Yep. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> That's the last thing I have from a relationship. It's a Buffs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking Buffs keychain opener. Oh,
1: my God. No, I have the worst. You got to get it for me. I have the worst bottle opener and I, it's like, oh, wow, that was weird. <laughs> I, I literally twisted that it was off. was so embarrassing. And I would use that lame joke when I loosened it up for you, but then I would be even more ashamed of myself <laughs> for that. So, uh, yeah, I think we're, like, 35 minutes in. I usually do, like, a solid 50 minutes to an hour, so we can do whatever you want. Cool. Um, a lot of music talk uh, and just banter, enjoying it and enjoying having you here. And uh, let's just talk a little bit, like, movies, TV, and mm-hmm. stuff. Because um, I, I kind of want to, I think – Your taste in television, we were talking about it the other day. Oh, it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Or should we tell a story? And do you want to take a guess as to what story I'm talking about?
2: I think I could guess. And it's my personal favorite. So let's hear it.
1: Um, No, I want you to guess. What do you think the story is?
2: (laughs) I don't know if I can verbalize it. I don't know if I can say it.
1: What, just give me a keyword. I just want to know. Airport. Where you're, yes, it has to do with an airport. <laughs> an airport, a certain um, airport. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen uh, the terminal with Tom Hanks, <laughs> but I would imagine that that we was kind of. I know the feeling. Yeah. Um, you guys,
2: I fucked up.
1: Yeah, I got stranded at the airport by my sister, so I flew into I flew into Chicago on Friday night, um, and she's like pulling away. She just grabbed her beer. If you heard that on the <laughs> table, she's like, "I'm done with this," and uh,
0: she just walked I, I, out. The okay, room.
1: so so you know. Preface, I didn't have an address to go to,
2: which is like we're done. Which is kind of
1: crazy, but at the same time, I want to also defend ourselves. We had a plan in motion that
2: you were going to meet up. I was just going to meet you,
1: meet wherever you are. I mean, you're probably going to be at a bar, or you're going to be at a bar. Uh, (laughs) You're probably going to be drinking somewhere. (laughs) So we just kind of had to roll with the punches, and that was the entire plan. I land at midnight. Oh, and I know it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. bad. It's like, so just bad. All the feeling comes right back. I know, but it, it's so great at the same time. And yeah, long story short, send some texts and you know, in life, sometimes,
2: <laughs> Oh, let's hear about it. In this. life.
1: Sometimes, you know, it's slowly that when that reality is setting in, it's a very funny thing to, to not only take it in the moment, but look back on an experience too. Cause I remember I sent you a text. And I'm like, hey. I'm like, just landed. <laughs> and then like five minutes passes. And I'm like, I'm here, like you know, or whatever. Like I send one more text, and then I send the half joking, but totally half like serious, "You up?" LOL. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, that LOL was like kind of just lightening it up, but I'm <laughs> actually asking if you're <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and then I call you, and I don't answer, and you don't answer. So, um, oh my god. Long story short, Friday night stayed in a hotel by the airport. But which one? I had White Castle like, for where the first did
0: you time. Stay?
2: What's the name of it? Like that it's makes the, me.
1: It's the the Holiday Inn Express. It's the Midway Holiday Inn Express, the Mid- the Chicago Midway Holiday. Folks,
2: I was literally, I didn't go out with the crew, and I went to my friend's Airbnb there in town, not even my friend, my coworkers, as degenerates, had been drinking for 48 hours straight, so I stopped, took a nap, set an alarm.
1: I have had trouble with alarms, too, before. One time at my job now, I I think there's something weird, like when an alarm goes off, if you hit a certain button on your side of your iPhone or whatever, it either snoozes it or, like, Completely shuts it off. Sure. One, I showed up to work one day because I just snoozed it It over an hour late. Like I slept it. It was one of those things. I woke up in the morning and I go, oh man, am I rested? And immediately that thought, it's that's, like, whoa, it's, that is that's, never that's, the case. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, oh God, it's nine o'clock or whatever, you know? Um, But yeah, stranded at the airport. Funny, funny start to the trip. But honestly, it has been a great weekend. I think we've had a really good time.
2: No, you were a good sport about it. I felt like shit. But you know, the scariest part is, as much as I love you and worry about you, it's that moment of like, oh god, my parents are gonna kill me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the worst? And I'm twenty
2: five years old. I shouldn't have to be worried about that. But literally, like, I am now not gonna be able to get like.
1: Well, and and I know, I know, no
2: one's going to put anything in their will anymore. The the thing is, I fucked up.
1: No, I know why you feel that way with mom and dad. I know why you feel that because what is our mother again? Irish fucking Catholic. And all that comes with that is constant, constant guilt, guilt. And it was funny because all the siblings knew. Because I had to call, you know, sisters. I'm like, well, shit, do you know where Helen lives? I'm like, fuck, I <laughs> need to figure out. Did none of them
2: have the address? Or you just didn't? No, have- I got
1: the address, but I was like, there's no point in, mm-hmm. you know, cabbing because it's like,
2: you you're, you're, the, you're in a city.
1: Yeah, it's not, you know, if you came to Phoenix, you could bang on a door enough or throw rocks. <laughs> like, you know, like throw rocks at a window. Dude, like here, it's like the police will come arrest your ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, quit loitering. There's
2: no way you could have gotten in my building. Fuck like, no. That's fuck why no. So I was just like, yeah. literally,
1: uh, that's the thing. And I called like, you know the, uh, our my, or, like, other family here, my aunts and stuff, and, like, Which makes it aunt. even
2: worse, because this is getting to, like, this is not just immediate family. Now everyone in my family knows I'm a dumbass. Oh, but can you tell the story of 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 when you got a call back from one of mm-hmm. the family members the next day? One of the family
1: members. Oh, this is great. One sec. I just took a little, uh, I took a little snappers of us uh, podcasting. I just want to post this real quick before it goes away, because you know how these things are. Like, if you, like, shut fly. your phone up, and then it just did uh, it just like disappears, it vanishes for all my followers, my listeners, my fans. Um, one second,
2: you are the Snapchat king,
1: yeah. Not after yesterday, I was kind of embarrassed after that. We posted a little too much, but it was a, a great day, too hard. So, okay. yeah, the story is the next day I get into I I call like our other family. We have an aunt and uncle and cousin. Uh, well, I guess she doesn't live here, she was visiting, but uh, she's in town. And so I call – I get the number. I don't have their phone numbers because um, I'm a shitty nephew. Nephew? Nephew. Nephew. Um, I
2: know English isn't your strong suit. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, it isn't after you corrected my uh, grammar, <laughs> grammar earlier. Uh, and so I call him and the next – I call him the next day and – or because he called me back and I missed a call. You know, he called me back yeah. at like 6 a.m. I call him back after I wake up. I got a nice snooze in the old Holiday Inn Express. And literally <laughs> he answers – the phone and he's like, you know, hello, whatever, and I'm like, I, hey, hey, Uncle, blah blah blah. It's George and there was this pause that was like such a palpable awkward pause and it was just like, oh, George, you know it's like the dot, like you know, like you, like the dot 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 on the mm-hmm. phone and then it goes away mm-hmm. like on the iPhone like that's like what it felt like mm-hmm. I was like. And it was like, George... And then I just had to be like, you know, I got to jump in here and throw in the last name. I got to throw in my last name, which is so embarrassing to have like, to do with family. But at the same time, he's not on our... He's technically not on, like, our side of the family or whatever. Like, I, I mean, whatever. You know, I'm kind of making excuses for him. Maybe he should know who the fuck I am. But <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. It was he so, literally has, like, two nephews. It
2: was like, 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 it was like the them.
1: most... I know. I, <laughs> that's the worst part. It was, like, the most tumultuous start to, like, a fucking uh, vacation. But we've had a good time otherwise. Um... But yeah, so there's two good stories from this weekend and there's probably more to tell, but we don't need to get into all of those details. Uh, but I was going to ask you about your taste in television. Mm. We can get into that. And w- actually, before we get there, I usually talk, I think I actually talk movies before TV sometimes, but what's the, what's the most recent movie you've seen?
2: Uh, well, today. Oh, we
1: did watch a great one today. We
2: watched a great one today. Like a classic.
1: <laughs> okay. Best in show.
2: best in show. Phenomenal. phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I guess we could just recommend that. For anybody listening, listen to the or listen to that movie. Listen to the movie, honestly. Watch, Don't watch. Have... Watch. Watch that movie. Watch. If you are at all, I think just in general a fan of comedy and or improv, yeah. you have to love it. Um it's a mockumentary style. Not super over the top, not like Pop Star Never Stop Popping or whatever, <laughs> which which is fine. That's a different style. But this is like a mockumentary that's like it's almost, like, too real. You know, it's, these characters are so... palpable. Like you said, know, that's a yeah. perfect
2: word for palpable.
1: Yeah, and these characters are just so... They're they're such characters. Like, the word itself is, like, they're that's just so okay. outrageous, but they're so believable at the same time. It is so goddamn and funny. And you said it
2: perfectly. It was... It's just... I mean, I've seen it a million times. I love it. I know. I've
1: seen it. Well, and the funny thing is, I know it's funny, and I hadn't seen it in so long that it. Oh, that, like... Becomes, I remember seeing it as a kid, and I'm like, this is funny, but like dry humor. Like I need Dumb and Dumber humor <laughs> almost. Like and Dumb and Dumber is actually kind of clever, but I need like that or like Three Stooges level humor at yeah, a certain yeah. age. But like watching that movie now with like my being a fan of like stand up and everything like that, yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, this is fucking genius. But essentially, the the movie itself for anybody who hasn't seen it, and if you haven't watch it. Um, it's basically a mockumentary kind of like, uh, I think it's from the same guy who did Spinal Tap. So like mm-hmm. that. And then I, apparently there's a movie waiting for Guffman. Yes. I haven't seen that. And apparently that's really good too.
2: I haven't seen that one. I've seen a mighty wind, which I think they do. But mm. it's like a sad, that one's like sad.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like, I see that he keeps doing those kind of movies mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like, I almost wish you only did like a couple of them. You know, it's like, he keeps making movies like that. It's like, maybe just write like a normal movie, but it's, it's great. And maybe that's yeah. just his style. But basically the movie follows its best in show. People are all trying to, they're vying to win best in show for their dogs. And it just has all these character actors that you totally will recognize. So many of them from movies. Like two of them, Eugene Levy and then the blonde woman from American Pie. Pie. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like those actors that you see and you're like, oh, I know that face, but I do not know that name. Um, And they're all just like their improv chops are so sharp. Like, oh my God, right? Yeah, no,
2: exactly. They all started in like... They did like SCTV or something, Second City in Toronto. They're all Canadian, so they all met there. Yeah, and
1: you did Second City, right?
2: Yeah, I've done. What is Second City? Second City. Well, well, for anybody who doesn't know, Second City is Chicago. This is the Second City, which is cool. Why? I. W- we were drunk on the boat yesterday when they were telling us, but from what I caught, it's <laughs> oh, they were explaining that on the they boat. They explained it on the boat. Oh, Jesus dude. Christ! I yeah, know. No wonder. Before or after our J Mo shots? I don't know. Um, J
1: Mayer shots or J Mo?
2: J Mo. Oh, I wish
1: they were the other way around. <laughs> <sighs>
2: oh, tragic! um No, that it because you know like Chicago burnt down once like way back in the day. Yeah, the,
1: the grand old Chicago The fire. grand old like Chicago uh, family. The great old potato family Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, okay, I don't really know what happened, but I've heard of it.
2: So they said that the like it's the second city because oh, they rebuild it. But I've also heard other explanations, how and they're bad all was just inspired? as boring. That's what I always
1: <laughs> wonder with that kind of stuff. Like, I, I mean, really.
2: I mean, it's the grand fire, <laughs>
1: the grand old fire, and we're making light of probably hundreds, if not thousands, of people dying. Let's it's be real, probably thousands, th- right? If it's that big.
2: Yeah, thousands, but you know what? It was a lot of But long that's great ago. that
1: they really created, they created a great improv troupe so, out of such a, po- a really <laughs> a bad yeah, tragedy.
2: Yeah, so then it's a, just a comedy place here. Started like you know Chris Farley, everybody. We everybody all, did it. It's and it's cool. I I took classes, and the the issue now is like. I mean, anyone can take these classes.
1: Well, and that's when I was listening to uh, Corolla talk about, and I texted you that one mm-hmm. day, um, when Adam Corolla was talking about doing uh, Groundlings in L.A. Exactly. And he was saying, I think it's like maybe kind of like that, where you can do it, you can like, but to make the Groundlings level thing, and I don't know if that's the way it is with Second seat. there's like tears. Absolutely. And he says at that point, it's very cutthroat, and it's kind of like, you're not in it. Like, yeah. you're, you're out, or whatever. And it's like, that's kind of got to be a hard thing to hear, I'd imagine, for just trying to be like funny and trying to do something that you're interested in like that like that's got to be a really tough thing to swallow almost.
2: Oh, for sure. It, it, any kind of rejection like that, but it's so Any necessary. kind of rejection I guess
1: with something you love. But
2: like, dude, they literally it, people just off the street who think that they're funny, quote unquote, it's terrifying. You, like you have to go through um like a year or something of classes before you can even audition for anything. So mm. it's just such like a damn thing. Like, no,
1: it seems like such a fucking process, but it also... It's cool, though. It's cool, and, 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 and always suggests cool it. Yeah, Corolla always suggests it, and uh, just in general, he's like, not even if you want to do comedy, if you just interact with people, if you talk... Like, yeah. if you're a waiter or something, like, do an improv class, because... And it's a, it seems like a really good way to kind of open up your brain um, to that kind of, like, way of thinking. Yeah. Just uh, kind of being on your toes, and not only being funny... But just being kind of creative well, and just being quick. That's more it than it.
0: Yeah.
2: I did sales training here at, at my job and it was involved just like improvising and how that, you know, yeah. works and it and so it's, Well and,
1: and his his thing he was saying about it was like the number one rule is you can't say what they say. Like when they ask a question like you say you're doing like a skit and I think his example was like if you're doing a sketch with somebody um and they're like, whoa, what's that over there?
0: Yeah, and
1: then you can't repeat it. You can't be like, oh, what's that over there? Because that's like buying yourself time. That's like really, like, yeah, I don't know, kind of like abusing it. Um, but like, that's what's so cool about this movie, bringing it full circle, um, because they're just improving the entire fucking time. Exactly. You're watching it, and they're just and improving. And it's like, and it's, a lot face. of them are single takes, like the camera cuts, but I think it's like still single takes, like because it's just so natural. And look it's on so their face, too. Cool. That's the biggest thing. Like, how do you fucking keep a straight face with some of these jokes? Like, uh, these characters, the these lines. Them.
2: Well, the coolest thing, though, is – and that's what – I mean, I'm not, you know, some expert. But doing improv, you'd, even if you're with certain funny people, it just doesn't work. But when you're on stage with someone who, like – you get, like, you and I would probably be totally good. Any of, like, the siblings. Oh well, yeah,
1: it's just, like, a natural chemistry you, thing.
2: It's so cool, like, and to, it's so nerdy to say this, but when you just have that connection with someone and you're fucking just talking and living and it, people are laughing because it's just funny to watch people be people, and it's weird. Watch and them
1: work and then laugh with them like that and just kind of have that natural chemistry. Exactly. Absolutely, No, yeah. that's got to be a fucking incredible thing. To actually experience firsthand, I think I would love to try it, you would, but I, I think you also would think it's terrifying. It. Like, like, I don't know if and when I ever will, but I think eventually I should. You I absolutely
2: should. Every, I honestly think everyone should, but the, the, the coolest thing is well, if, if you're you a just, fan
1: of comedy in general, it's like, mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing. I remember a professor in uh, college said one time, he's like, there's nothing harder than stand up comedy oh my because, God. because it's like, you know, playing an open mic or something with, with music. It's like, you can practice a song and get all the, everything down And you play it, you play it. It's you you basically Mm -hmm. go point A to point B. You Mm -hmm. play your song. People listen as long as it's a respectful crowd and you like have practiced enough, you should be able to get through it. But in terms of like being funny and making people laugh and doing it live in front of people and like having to deal with timing and, and a crowd like it is, there's nothing harder than standing up for someone in front of, you know, five minutes or 60 minutes, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. there's nothing harder. There's like, I mean, come on, like that's gotta be everybody. What do people say? Like the number one fear, is public speaking and number two is death like I totally can understand that It's and and at the same time not only public speaking but trying to make people fucking laugh
2: I did it like probably five times and it was honestly so painful for me to do that I I, I, it's so hard but doing improv you have like other people that you can rely on improv is different for sure improv is
1: different than doing like a stand up set but I remember Bill Burr being like if anybody is into comedy or wants to be a stand up comic like the best thing you can do is just write five minutes worth of jokes you think are funny which no one will find funny at all, but exactly right. Five minutes of material that you love, get up on stage, stumble through it and just get through it. And and like I'm reading that Artie Lang book. Is it Lang or Lange? Lang Lang, Artie Lang book. And he says like comedy five minutes is like, you never realize how long five minutes really is until Until. you're up in front of somebody in front of a crowd. And Bill Bear is like, yeah, you just got to kind of get through it. And then hopefully it just gets better every time. I do think it's such a cool idea though to get to that point comedically where you can get on stage and you have your material, but also to like stray away from it and maybe not even be an improv guy. Like yeah, I remember, just yeah, just rip a little bit. Like I remember listening to uh Burr's podcast and he was talking about that one time where he's just like, I've been running through the same material a bunch and He's you know, going to the comedy store. He lives in LA and he's like, and I just kind of went up on stage and they do those like 15 minute sets I've talked mm-hmm. about. And he's like, yeah, I just went up there and I just, All new He's like I just didn't Use any of my old material I just all my new stuff And I just killed it And I'm like That's so cool To like stand up there Put your hand on the mic stand And just feel comfortable And just have that presence On the stage It's like man There's nothing I respect More than that But at the same time I'm like such a harsh Critic of comedy If I'm watching a stand up guy And I don't like Like you know I'm not like a huge Bo Burnham fan Yeah And he's very talented And that's the thing I'm at least very respectful Of the talent but like, I'll watch it. And if I'm not laughing within a few minutes, I'm like, oh, that's just terrible. And it's like, he's worked on this craft for so. For years. Goddamn long.
2: How ridiculous is that?
1: For years. And that's the thing. People don't like respect it as like a career and as like a talent. Like it's something you hone and work on as much as it's like, oh, he's naturally funny. Yeah. But you have to work on material like you can't or even being an improv person, like even if you don't have material, you have to work at it and get You're, your chops as like kind of honed as much as you absolutely. can. It's, it's incredible. Um, and we just went on like a comedy tangent for so long, but that basically about right. <laughs> it's, that's like, that's like the movie. It really is. That's like yeah. why it's so good. Cause most of it is improv. That's why I love, I think I've even talked about it on this podcast, the Curb Your Enthusiasm. I love that show so much mm-hmm. too, because most of that's improv as well. Like when Larry David talked about the way he wrote, uh, the screenplays, um, I don't know, maybe like teleplays it would be for, uh, for a TV show. I mean, it's like not even dialogue. It's just situational. And then mm-hmm. you kind of just riff off people. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Mad mm-hmm. respect. So um, we got like about 10 minutes here we've been going on. But what is, uh, I want to ask, I want you to answer that question. Sure. Uh, so usually we give like a music suggestion, usually we give a movie suggestion, TV suggestion, you know, everything else in between kind of just happens. Mm-hmm. So I guess we've suggested. Uh, <laughs> Some of the whitest music.
2: Some of the shittiest music. Imaginable. Shittiest, mm-hmm. shittiest music mm-hmm. imaginable.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but we also did suggest that song at the beginning. Of Moses Subney, Plastic. Fantastic. Much Too Young to Feel This Ammo by Garth Brooks, which is great. Everyone get that. Come um, And then Best in Show. Great movie to watch if you're a fan of comedy. Mm-hmm. Mockumentary style. Mm-hmm. Give it a chance. Um, now, what would be your TV suggestion? What uh, what kind of TV shows are you watching?
2: It's so bad. Dude, I like... the. W- uh, here's a
1: question. Is it network television or is it uh, pay-per-view?
2: It is... Network.
1: Or no, I guess we, I guess you wouldn't call HBO pay-per-view. But Maybe like but you know I, but
2: like the ones that you get for free with the the shitty antennas, <laughs> you can. Yes, there's a reason why you can get them for free. I, there is
1: good. There, I, I kind of want to talk about it because yeah. I know you're ashamed of it. And what's the show you're into right now?
2: Well, I, I'm I'm watching Scandal. I don't know if it's I like these shows or if I'm just lonely and I need to hang out with people, <laughs> pretty people at night, and that's how I do it.
1: Network television people. There's nobody more attractive. Um, Oh right!
2: I mean, they just have the good faces there. But I—it's like all of
1: them were models before they started out. It's so funny.
2: It's insane. It's absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, Scandal and like the show that kind of like changed my life this year.
1: I think I know what it is. What? The Good Wife, right?
2: The Good Wife. Like that is so embarrassing. So
1: what's the plot of that? Because I've seen a scene of it on like it's on CBS or ABC. Yeah,
2: she. So she is. Married to Big from Sex and the City. Yes, this yes, is yes. getting sad. Just saying it. You know who else loves this no, show? No, it'd be that sad t- if you knew the
1: actor's name. I, I'm just kidding. Chris no. <laughs> Oh, never mind. You should have held the you tongue. You know who?
2: You know who I talk to about this show? Who I text with? You're. You could not guess if I, I gave you a million guesses, you couldn't guess. Erica. Grandma Whalen.
1: <laughs> oh my God! No, well that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. why I want to chat about it because, I think, a, there's an audience for these shows. Okay
2: obviously obviously <laughs> like, so
1: and sad. i mean there there's tons of money that goes into them yep. people watch them b a lot of old people watch them like our grandma mm-hmm. and i'm kind of curious like what is going to happen to network television when it's like slowly the cycle like kind of starts to change and like people not old people don't you know old people aren't around anymore to watch that and then people like us are getting older and then we're the ones that, like, I can't watch network television like that. I, not that I don't respect <laughs> it. And I would I would love to work on a show like mm-hmm. that because it's great. Like, it, it really is all structured. They know what they're doing. It's, it's super professional. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's very formulaic in a good way. And, and in a bad way, why I don't like watching it, but in a good way in the sense that it, like, follows mm-hmm. all the beats that it should. Um, but, like, I just – I really wonder what's going to happen in, like, 10 or 20 years when that slowly kind of, like, starts Crazy, to – kind of fall off because it's, I don't think people watch it like our age and a lot of older people do. Um, but eventually like what's going to happen? I'm, I'm always wondering, like, I don't know what's next, but I guess the shows themselves too have kind of pushed the, uh, push the envelope a little bit yeah. well, they, and they have gotten better. Like there are shows where yeah. I'll see it on like CBS or Fox and it's like, it's like some very like progressive sure. kind of plot line or whatever. But what was, of which, what, so what is, what is the good wife? Like I actually it, don't know.
2: She's a, she's ma- married to the governor of Illinois and then he Big from big sex. from Sex and the, City. Sex and the love State. it um, and you had me <laughs> oh big he cheats on her it's like you know it's like a Christopher what was this Jonathan Wiener that guy who sent pe- penis pictures to. oh yeah Anthony like, Wiener Anthony Weiner. yeah so it's like that kind of thing you know like what and he's exposed name. and she has to go back to work because he goes to jail because he was you know I mean this whole thing like listen to me saying these Qu- things
1: quick question mm-hmm. who has a worse last name us or Anthony Wiener
2: Absolutely, Wiener. Just because
1: I think Wiener, right? Wiener, because you can't you can't mispronounce it. Ours you can say in a different way
2: or we, spell. That's this is so fun. Wiener, being around. it's like
1: you, you. There's no getting around. That. Oh, and he definitely has it worse. But also, like, and was, plus he like plays into his name.
2: Like, that's the thing. But I think it's because of the name that he plays into the name. Like, he he didn't have... You you grow up with a name like Wiener, you're going to send dick dick pics to prostitutes when you're 40. Like, that's (laughs) just going to happen. And if you
1: grow up with a name like Skank, you're going to be a functioning alcoholic.
2: Exactly. Like, I mean, it just all makes sense. People are pretty simple.
1: So, anyways, he cheats on her, and then it's just kind of... And the
2: thing is, what, what I love about it, I think, is that, like, in my brain all the time, I'm thinking, like, fucked up stuff, and, like, I never stop thinking. So... When I watch TV or movies, usually TV. Yeah, I just wanted to. I'm more be of a TV person myself. I, I, simple. I, I used know? to. I
1: know, and I used to talk about movies all the time on this podcast. But then I kind of got to the point. I just there hasn't been as much stuff coming out that I'm like I really need or want to see this. And TV is so. Yeah, like, what's
2: the last movie? Good? What is the last movie you saw in the theaters? Last movie
1: seen? I saw in theaters was, I think I talked about it on here. It's really random. It's not a movie you'd think I would see. But Mike and Dave need wedding dates. It oh. was really funny. And I like seeing comedies in theaters mm-hmm. because the laughs kind of come naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, uh, last, like, really good movie I saw that, like, was, like, an, a normal movie that I'd kind of see in theaters because it's, like, indie and, like, you know, that's the only way to get it. Um it was the lobster with Colin.
2: I heard it's Firth. really great and really and great. And C. Reilly, really great. Right? John C. Riley, right? Yeah, C. John C. Reilly.
1: I love mm-hmm. him. I think he. Oh God, he's he's just like super underrated. He's I think totally he's cool. so good. Yeah, he's totally cool.
2: That's. I watched that one. Lillian suggested that one movie. The we got to talk about Kevin with him and the kid from *Persuading a Wallflower*, and it's just so hard to watch, but in a great way. Isn't
1: that um, Cyrus?
2: No. We had this conversation, I think, last night. We literally course. talked about this yesterday. But no, it, I think he's We're in totally both. They're such losers. Good God. But he, no, it was just really, really good. It's so, the tension is so hard to watch. I, I loved it. But it's well, totally. Well, that's, that's
1: the kind of style of movie I like. I, I like to feel uncomfortable. And I also yeah. like to not know what's going to happen next. Um, have you seen Greenberg? No With Ben Stiller Well and it's uh, That's from Noah Baumbach The director And he does like The squid and the whale Yes That's a fucking great movie I've I've mentioned it before in here But it's like these movies That are very realistic And also like not really like people obviously every movie it's like no one actually talks like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's you know no one talks like they do in a scene where it's like well you say this and then i say that and then you see you know what i mean it's like it builds up and escalates and then we're done you know Mm -hmm. um but it it is like the most believable believable version of that i think and um greenberg's awesome it's like ben Stiller is in it i love him in dramatic roles no it's like 2010 and then Squid and the Whale is like 2007, something like that. But um, he's a great director. You should check him out. I think you would love his stuff.
2: I style. know. I, I used to be a huge Noah and the Whale fan, and they named themselves that because of him, because that movie, Squid and the Whale. Oh, but is like, that really yeah. why?
1: It's yeah. such a good. It's such a good fucking movie. I need to check
2: it out. Yeah, you do. Is it with Jeff Daniels?
1: Jeff Daniels. Yeah. No, and I love these like comedy guys turn drama yeah. because they're actually like actors. They're really good. Um, you know, ben Stiller is in it, uh, or Greenberg. He's really mm-hmm. good. Um, Yeah, Jeff Bridges, Jesse Eisenberg, oh the late the female uh, actress, the main actress, you you would recognize her her face in a second, but I just can't remember uh, her name. But um, we're we're coming up on an hour. What what song do you think we should leave with? Mm. It's tough.
2: It's tough. It's tough. I'm trying to think of uh, yeah something that we've listened to, something that's. is it always new stuff that you play?
1: I just had to pause it to uh, set up my phone so I could play the song. But uh, to answer your question, um, generally speaking, it's new stuff. So it's it's suggestions or whatever. But I think I know what song we need to play. It's kind of our anthem for the weekend. And okay. I think you know what's coming. Oh. You, you know. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: you need to cut it. Oh,
1: no, no. <laughs> I wish it was that. That's actually. No. You OK, that's a really great guess. Suggestion. That's a really great guess Cutty. suggestion. Mm-hmm. But um, it's actually uh, we heard it on Sirius XM. On that stage, oh, yeah, you know, oh duh, exactly. God, so let's play kidding? it. Um, thank you so much for doing the podcast. That was a lot of fun. I hope you had a good time. And uh, yeah, just go to my website for any more information. Content for the culture.com. All the stuff's on Spotify. I got all my playlists, good to go. Everything like that. And um, yeah, just make sure to listen to you know early Coldplay and uh, <laughs> and Modern Country. I think is what we took away from this episode. Wow. So uh, <laughs> don't you build for some the cultured? Yeah. So yeah, so the <laughs> isn't that like the snootiest name? I kind of think I want to change it. But, I like it. But um, okay, so yeah, the song is "Ain't Nobody Loves Me Better" by Felix Han J A. Y H N Yon. But it's it's just a great song. I heard it on Sirius XM, uh, a chill channel. It's like deep house and stuff, and it's really good. And totally good. Um, thank you guys for listening, and have a great week. I hope you had a good Labor Day weekend. Here we go.